Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. All right, it's mailbag time, ladies and gentlemen. Your emails, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Your questions via Apple Podcasts. And some tweets today as well. Welcome to the show. Recording on Friday afternoon, about noon Eastern, so we don't have a ton of updated injury information, but we'll do uh, the best we can. And we welcome you to the Fantasy Football Today Road Tour, presented by Little Caesars. Pizza for dinner tonight? How about ordering your favorite online from Little Caesars and using Pizza Portal Pickup? It's the latest, greatest, and hottest way to pick up a pizza without even going to the register. I'm Adam Azer. I'm excited for a big, uh, fun weekend. How about you, Ben? You ready for the big game today? Today on Saturday? The big game today on Saturday. What's the big game? Your team. Your alma mater, man. Big game at Arizona State. 18th uh, Arizona. Arizona. No, you you went to Washington State. They're at Arizona no, State. I <laughs> did not go to Washington State. Oh, Adam. Yeah, he doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. Adam. Come on. Go Cougs. No. No, I, you know what? I like I like Cougs. A lot of my a lot of my friends went to to Washington State, but uh, you know, it's not as it, it is kind of a pretty pretty stark rivalry. And and any Huskies that are uh, listening will probably be embarrassed for me saying that I like I like the Cougs. But I mean, I don't like the Cougs. I'm very against the Cougs. But I I you know I wish them the best. I hope that our rivalry can at least be a little bit of a rivalry for a while because <laughs> you know you it's go. not it's not as fun when it's the big brother little brother thing. Right. There we go. That was a nice one. Uh, David Johnson has a chance to play. So we'll keep an eye on that. No update right now on Todd Gurley. Dave and he and uh, Jamie talked a lot about these situations on the Friday show. Chase Edmonds would be top 10, top 15, depending on the analyst. Uh, Malcolm Brown would be a little bit lower than that, but they're both starters. There's optimism that Tyreek Hill will play, according to Ian Rappaport. Uh, Alvin Kamara did have that injury, you know, midweek. So, you know, he's at Jacksonville and... Latavius Murray has been absolutely useless, but let, let's just say hypothetical, not expecting this to be the case now, but noon on Friday, noon Eastern, let's say Alvin Kamara does not play. How would you feel about Latavius Murray at Jacksonville? I mean, I wouldn't feel great, but Jacksonville's defense hasn't been, you know, super threatening this year. Um, I, I think I think you'd use him. You'd use him as like a, you know, a volume low-end RB2 or, or mid-range RB2, but you, you wouldn't feel great. Yeah, and he'd be behind Edmonds and Malcolm Brown, I would assume. Let's say all three of them yeah, are Yeah, for me, if all of those backs were to miss, I would rank Murray behind those guys. Right. Uh, Devontae Adams does not know when he'll be ready to play. It's not going to be this week, almost certainly. Christian Kirk's been practicing. He's not someone... I, I feel like I sort of skipped over him a little bit in the Friday episode. So if Christian Kirk plays against Atlanta, where would you rank him? I mean, he's he's definitely in the wide receiver three consideration. If if he's healthy and going to be out there, he's averaging over nine targets per game. He has plenty of air yards. I think it's like just under 80 air yards per game on average. 
his volume has been pretty solid so far this year. And this is a, an up-tempo pass offense. We just saw Atlanta get torched by Will Fuller. Uh, I definitely think he can go with him. Okay. TJ Hawkinson trending toward playing. According to the Detroit Free Press, he'll be a low-end starter. And Josh Gordon did not suffer a major knee injury. So let's get right to the questions here. We got some starter sit questions from Apple Podcasts. Again, please leave your very kind reviews. And if you have more questions that we don't get to on today's show, you can definitely go on Twitter all weekend and use the hashtag AskFFT. Hashtag AskFFT. This is awesome. Uh, this will be a way for us to see some of your questions. No, we won't be able to respond to all of them. But between me and Ben and Dave and Jamie and Heath and Chris Towers and Ben Schrager, our producer, we probably we responded to so many questions on Twitter. So hashtag AskFFT Saturday and Sunday, probably more Sunday than Saturday. From L.A. Stool, I don't, it's weird. Should I start MVS <laughs> or Demarcus Robinson? Um, this one's kind of injury related as well. And you're going to have to monitor it a little bit. MVS has a couple different soft tissue issue, issues. It doesn't seem like he's actually going to miss the game. Uh, but I'm a little bit concerned about him. He didn't really play necessarily well without uh, Devonta Adams last week. We're probably not going to see Adams again this week. He'll get more defensive attention. If he's, you know, he's and he's also on Sunday night, so it's kind of it's kind of tough. Monday night. I think night, I would Monday probably just night. go with Robinson if one of Hill or Sammy Watkins is out, and I, I think probably we're going to see Watkins be out. So if that's the case, I, I think I would just go with Robinson. I think he has plenty of upside, uh, and we just don't really know enough about. Uh, MDS. Okay, yeah, it's a Monday night game, so even worse. Uh, should I... Oh. Dr- right? That's uh, Green Bay, Detroit, yeah. Monday night, yeah. Yeah, it is. You're right. From BJT, should I drop Kenyon Drake for Tevin Coleman this week? Uh, I would want Tevin Coleman rest of season uh, this week. Kenyon Drake's got kind of a decent setup. I mean, they're playing Washington. Uh, it's not a horrible spot. I might take Drake this week, but... Uh, I mean, the question's about this week only, but... Yeah, he used the word drop, so I think he means from right. from his lineup, not from his roster. So okay. it's Drake it's or Coleman. A, if it's just a start-sit, uh, I think I... In PPR, I think I'd go Drake. In, in half or non, I think I'd go Coleman. From Jay Battinger, pick three in PPR. Chris Godwin against Carolina. Keenan Allen against Pittsburgh. DeAndre Hopkins at Kansas City. And DJ Chark against the Saints. The fact that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is even on this, or Keenan Allen for that matter, or, I, I mean, they're all good, but uh, you're playing Hopkins against Kansas City. You're playing Keenan Allen every week. You're playing Chris Godwin every week, so you have to sit DJ Chark here. I mean, I, I, I love what he's been doing. He's been getting great volume, but he's a high-variance player with a lot of downfield targets. He's not a player that you start over any of these other three guys. And he's also facing potentially Marshawn Lattimore, so right. you can get away from him there uh, in that regard. Uh, Northwood 20 says, Dear Chuck, Matt, Martin, and Bob. This this appears to be a hockey thing. A hockey thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who they are, but they apparently play hockey. Okay. I, I'm trying to get into hockey this year. I've watched a little bit of my favorite team in the world, the Florida Panthers. I think I know about three players on the team now. And uh, I'm getting into it because I, I enjoyed the Stanley Cup Finals last year. And I, one thing I noticed, Ben, you know, we come out here, <clears throat> we say a lot of things every week. Sometimes we get criticism for it. People, you know, you suck, this and that. Azer, you, you're an idiot. In fact, one guy. I call, don't get a lot of those. So yeah, yeah, well, it might just be you. It might just be me. <laughs> no, but no. but one thing I noticed, I actually wanted to play something for you here. We had one guy called us up. We used to take phone calls. One guy called us up and just and just left this. Hey, there, you suck. 
Yeah, so that was it. He just called in to say, Taser, you suck. Uh, but I kept it as a drop. If you talk nicely about hockey, people will love you. Hockey fans love when you talk about hockey. So good for hockey. And I'm all about the Panthers this year. Okay, here's so the question. So who are Chuck, Matt, Martin, and Bob? I don't know. Hockey they're hockey fans. players. Okay. What do I? Hockey sucks. What do I care? So, <laughs> um, Juju, Jarvis Landry, Robert Woods, Austin Eckler. Pick two receivers and a flex, and I don't know the format. Juju, Landry, Woods, Eckler. I think I'm sitting Landry in all formats, to be honest. I mean, it, it could be Juju even, but... Uh, it's it's Juju or Landry. I'm not going to sit Woods here, and I'm not going to sit uh, Austin Eckler here. He's going to be my flex. So, you know, if the quarterback situation for Pittsburgh isn't great, you know, you got to consider Juju. We don't know what's going to happen there. Mason Rudolph's apparently practicing. I hope he doesn't play this week, but he might. But uh, Devlin Hodges looked okay in, in his limited time. I think I'd probably still just go with Juju. Uh, it's not like the Browns quarterback situation looks markedly better right now. I mean, Baker's been really struggling and I, you know, I, I like Landry. I think he's a, a strong player in, in general, but he's just, I, I think he'd be my set here. Here are some trade questions from Apple podcasts from Georgie. Would you trade Austin Eckler in a super flex PPR league for a stud tight end? Uh, someone like Darren Waller or George Kittle? Well, those are he. She, he says, "Who should I target? Someone like Darren Waller or George Kittle?" If you could get somebody like Kittle, I think that's a win. I think you that's a good target. Um, Waller, I I would rather have Eckler, but I do think Waller is you know if you can get a, like a two for one going like I think Waller has pretty solid value. The issue oh, there's a lot of teams in in pretty much in any fantasy league you're in that are starting tight ends that are doing nothing. So guys that you that are getting consistent volume like Waller, they definitely have some pretty strong value. I mean, I think if we did like a redraft today, knowing what Waller is and and how much how many targets and what is you know what his uh, role is, he'd probably be a fifth or sixth round pick. He'd probably go in the range that the OJ Howards were going in the preseason. Uh, and I don't know that Austin Eckler would be much higher than that in a PPR league. Yeah. I mean, he'd be right around there. So I think that his value is a little inflated by all the catches he had last week. Who Waller? No Eckler. Oh, sure. Well, I, I think I think it's a good time to sell. I'd love to get Kittle for him. I but, do still like him to have a, a pretty strong role and, and get those receptions going forward and, and have a lot of high value touches in PPR. Is he like a five catch per week guy? That's an eighty catch pace. I think he could be. Okay. I mean, I honestly think he could be. And he caught, I believe, seven passing touchdowns over the last two years. Him and Melvin Gordon have combined to have seven each of the last two years. So Rivers likes to throw to these backs in the in the green zone. And, and Eckler actually had two catches inside the 10 last week of those 15 catches he had. It wouldn't surprise me if he, if he catches uh, close to that many balls. Here's a trade from Matt. He wants us to grade it. He has Zach Ertz. He gives up Waller, Hyde, and Hardman. Waller, Hyde, and Hardman for James White and Allen Robinson. That's an A-. minus. That's a great trade. That's a good trade. Yeah, yeah. Allen Robinson, I think, is the best piece there, especially, I mean, considering Waller is a guy that you is kind of uh, not as important to your roster when you have Ertz. And then White is probably the second best yeah, piece there. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, from Challenger, I have Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson. Should I trade Lamar Jackson and MVS for A.J. Green and Terry McLaurin? So he would just have Russell Wilson. He'd give up Lamar Jackson and MVS for A.J. Green and Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. I mean, I wouldn't. 
I, I feel a lot more comfortable in Lamar Jackson than Wilson. Wilson's obviously a very, very good quarterback. He's also had a lot of volume. We know there's going to be games where he doesn't. So uh, as good as he's been in this short, early part of the season, I don't know that he's a the, the fantasy quarterback stud that you want him to be the rest of the year. I think Lamar Jackson is a fantasy difference maker at quarterback. And really, we only care about the quarterbacks that are difference makers. So I would be trying to trade Wilson here. Um, I don't, and I don't really necessarily love the value either. Like we don't know what's going on with AJ Green. McLaurin's good. He's a he's a good guy to target. I think. I think he's going to continue to be good even in a bad situation. But I don't love the value. All right. How about from Miff Wagoon? I had to change the name because it's actually pretty dirty. I can't read it if the way it was originally spelled. Dear Jason, Michael, and Freddie. <laughs> I believe Ben actually knows those. Yeah, we've been movies. over this one. Yes. I'm the girly owner. I am trading Lamar Jackson and Demarcus Robinson for Aaron Rodgers and Malcolm Brown. So he really wants to make sure he gets Malcolm Brown. He's giving up Lamar Jackson and Demarcus Robinson for Aaron Rodgers and Malcolm Brown. Uh, D plus. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm legitimately concerned about Aaron Rodgers the rest of the way. I, I think they're going to run a lot. We know that Devonta Adams is banged up right now with a toe injury. That's kind of thing can linger. Uh, it sounds like he's probably going to miss definitely this week and maybe a couple more weeks. I don't expect Rodgers to be a fantasy difference maker at any time soon. And I do think Jackson is with his rushing ability. We've talked about that a ton on this show. So huge downgrade at quarterback for me, not huge, but definitely a downgrade. Yeah. Um, and what if Gurley plays this week? Then, you know, and what if, he, you know, it's a lot to give up for Malcolm Brown. It's right. J- Jackson. For Malcolm Brown, who I, I, I actually think, and I was going to note, note this in the news and notes. If Gurley's out, I think we're going to see plenty of Daryl Henderson. I think it's going to be a mix. And I think Henderson might get the catches because they yeah. talked about that all offseason. Yeah. Which yeah. would be bad for Malcolm Brown. Brown is very, very limited uh, work in the passing game. Oh, catches anyway in his career. Right. All right. So we got some regulators coming up. We got a lot more of your questions. I got to tell you about a product, though, that I love. Harry's Razors. I... I'm done with other razors. I mean, this is the best. And not only do I use Harry's razors every time I shave, but I bought it for my dad. I bought it for my father-in-law. I bought it for my brother-in-law because, you know, they have great deals all the time at harrys.com slash FFT. Very inexpensive to get people started with a shave kit. Harry's.com slash FFT, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com slash FFT. You know, you got to join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your special trial offer again at harrys.com slash FFT. It's a very close shave. It's the closest I've ever had. I never used to get good shaves. I tried so many things. I spent like $100 on a shave kit once like 10 years ago. It was useless. Instead, you spent a fraction of that on Harry's. And basically, here's what you're getting. You're getting quality, durable blades at a fair price. $2 per blade. Oh, my goodness. But that's a great price for blades. You're getting a simple razor with a sharp blade and a comfortable shave. And if you go to harrys.com slash FFT... Get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip. Five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Rich lathering shave gel. It's great with aloe to keep your skin hydrated and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy on the go. So it is a tremendous uh, tremendous product, a great shave. Go to harrys.com slash FFT to start shaving better today. All right, let's get... Uh Let's get some regulating going here. We've got your regulators' questions at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. All right, I got to pull it up. Sorry. Here we go. Adam and Company. This is from Rob. I started a dynasty league this year. I invited 11 other managers from my redraft and keeper leagues to join. 
Before we drafted, I asked everyone to read the bylaws and only submit the entry fee if they agreed with the bylaws. That's, a, that's the ballpark rule, like the double play rule at, uh, in baseball. <laughs> you're you're, you're in the vicinity. We'll call it an out. <laughs> well, I use the word submit to give the uh. I try to be yeah. clever there. All right. So anyway, I asked everyone to read the bylaws and submit the entry fee if they agreed with the bylaws. The managers have been with me for two to three years. I've set, uh, and I have a set of bylaws for the redraft and keepers leagues. Ugh, this is wordy. I applied one of the rules this past week, which is this. A 20-point deduction for starting players that are declared out on a bye or suspended. Three teams submitted illegal lineups and were deducted points. For one of them, it led to a loss. 15% of the pot goes to the manager with the most cumulative points scored. One manager claims that he didn't know the rules and he shouldn't have been penalized for starting a player declared out 90 minutes prior to kickoff. One manager asked for the league bylaws to be suspended for the week, but that motion tied 6-6 six, six in, in favor of 6 against. So I decided to leave the results under protest and make a decision later to determine if it affects the playoff seating or the point total. What would you do? These people lost 20 points because they started inactive players or players on a bye. Um... I kind of like this rule, frankly. I mean, and, and if it's in the bylaw, I would just leave it how it is. I mean, I, I think this is pretty clear. You you have bylaws, and if you made it clear in the off season before that people needed to read the bylaws to be in this league, then pretty and only submit the entry fee if they agreed with the bylaws, then it's pretty pretty clear cut here. I don't I don't disagree with that, but I don't like the rule. I like it maybe for a buy. If you start a player on a buy. Yeah, I was going to say, so we had a similar rule in the league, and we didn't do it for the 90-minute last, like the... the, the uh, Yeah, the inactives. Inactives, day of the game, game time decisions is the phrase I'm trying sure. to think oh, of. So anyone who was ruled out at least a day before the game, if there was a news report at least a day before the game that declared them out or buys or suspensions, that's what we did the rule for. Yeah, but it's in the... So you got to make that decision, because I think that, that part of the rule is kind of bogus. But, yeah, because it but, is. Because what if you have, like we were just talking about MBS, MBS what if you have right. him, you have him in your lineup, and on Monday Night Football, he gets ruled out surprisingly, yep. which I don't think we're expecting, but let, let's just use that as an example, and you can't come up with an alternative, you shouldn't lose 20 points for that. Agreed. Let's regulate again. Sam in Kansas City. This one is made by the PS at the end. I love it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I joined a new league last year that is, that must have been really hard to listen to. Sorry, everybody. I joined a new league last year that is redrafts but allows draft pick trades. Last year when my team was doing very well, I decided to sell off some players for picks this year. The commissioner didn't seem to like it, but he didn't interfere. For whatever reason, he decided not to change the rules coming into this season. And this year, my team has gotten off to a great start. I have a surplus in some places, so I decided again to sell a couple of players for picks for next year. This time, the commissioner didn't block any of the trades, but... He created a group text message to every member of the league except me, warning them about trading with me, asking them to trade, quote, responsibly. Am I right to be upset about this, and should I leave the league outright after the season? P.S. I'm not sure why the commissioner didn't think I would hear about the text. My wife is in the league, and she was texted. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, these kinds of rules are horrible. I've had them suggested in redraft leagues before. You should not have future picks tradable in redraft leagues. That rule needs to change. But if it is the rule, uh, the commissioner doing stuff like this, like opening up text threads without one person in the league to, to specifically talk about that one person. 
yeah, you're definitely right to be upset about that. That's that's kind of bogus. But don't leave the league. You're doing very well in it two years in a row. Right. Yeah, you're I doing... wouldn't leave the league necessarily because it sounds like you got a good chance to win this year and you got some extra picks next year. Absolutely, yeah. And you're doing the commissioner a favor if you leave the league. That's very funny that he texted your wife about it. If you I don't... do hate this. I hate this rule because as soon as people start off bad right before the trade deadline, they're going to sell off their good... I mean, it's not a dynasty league. If it's a dynasty league or a keeper league, fine. But if you're able to sell off all your good players yeah. for future picks, then anyone who's not looking like they're going to go to the playoffs should be doing that right before the uh, the trade deadline, which dramatically changes the, the shape of the league. It's it's silly. Yeah, it's not something you should do in a redraft league. But what you should do is get yourself some pizza. Have you ordered a pizza online from Little Caesars yet? If not, you're missing out on Pizza Portal Pickup. What is Pizza Portal Pickup? It's like getting a pizza right out of the oven yourself. You walk in, you answer a code on the portal, a door opens, and you're off with your favorite pizza. And whatever pizza you order, it'll have crazy, crazy amounts of toppings. It's fun. Give it a try. But it's only available at Little Caesars Pizza Pizza. And now we move on to your emails at fantasyfootball@cbsi.com. I got some trade stuff and mostly starter sit, and we'll have tweets as well. All right, trades. Uh, well, not just trades, but non-starter sit. Jordan from a small town in southern Illinois. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not good at this game. If you Blooms, were, re- isn't there a Bloom something? <laughs> Bloomsburg. Bloom. I think you're thinking of the TV station Bloomberg. Bloomington. Yeah. Bloomington. Yeah. How about Haddonfield? That's in Indiana. I don't know what I'm talking about. Haddonfield. That's in Illinois, right? That's where. Um, I've never been to Illinois. Actually, I have been to Chicago. That's where. Uh, Halloween takes place, Haddonfield. All right. There you go. If you were drafting today, where would you draft the Patriots DST? I want to know what you're going to say, because I bet you'd say like the fifth round. You love them. They're the MVP of fantasy football. I don't draft them until the probably 15th round. That's the dumbest thing. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're winning, winning weeks. With the Patriots they are winning DST. weeks up till now. If your team right now is dependent on the Patriots DST, you're not going to win your league. They're not going to continue to be this good. They've had amazing matchups. We know that. They also have five defense and special teams touchdowns, which is uh, – I've seen tons of research done. I've done some research of my own that shows that, that is, those are very, very random. The, the sacks and the takeaways – those are probably going to keep up because the Patriots are good. They're going to lead. They're going to force teams into passing situations. You can't expect this many defensive touchdowns going no, forward. That's going I to don't. stop. I would. I actually think I've been saying this. Their schedule does get really tough, and it's going to get tougher. But yeah. not this. Not this upcoming week. They're at the Jets. Then the Browns. That could be good too. At Baltimore, a bye. At Philadelphia, Dallas. At Houston, Kansas City. That's a rough stretch. I would take them in like the ninth round, something like that. For just rest of season, I think that's crazy. Well, they're really good. I mean, they are really I know, good. I mean, they're I, a difference I think they would maker. Go there. I don't think. Uh, I don't even know if you'd get them in the ninth round. I think people would would go nuts. They have been amazing, but I I still think that's not smart personally. Uh, I also think that in a ten team league, I would drop them down a couple rounds. In a fourteen team league, I might be looking at the eighth round or something because it's just harder to stream in deeper leagues. Uh, it makes it look DSTs matter. They score points. They make a difference. Ben hates me. Uh, let's go to. <laughs> That's see then that's why we have the drop. Oh damn man, such bad timing. That I, slow on the drops. Yeah, I do. I know. <laughs> John from a city northwest of Chicago, Haddonfield. Through a series of trades, I've ended up with three quality tight ends. Rest of season, who would you keep? Darren Waller, Austin Hooper, 
or Evan Ingram? Oh, Ingram uh, is, the, is the top option here, and then Waller and then Hooper. I mean, I think that's really clear. Austin Hooper's going to go crazy this week and then trade him. Yep. From Andrew, what do I do with Devontae Adams? Hold, just wait this injury out, sell. Is this going to linger and hurt his production all season? What should I be looking for if I do trade Devontae Adams? Yeah, that's a really tough call. I, I don't have him in any leagues. I was pretty down on him for anyone who was listening back in the offseason remembers. And I'm not claiming a win because the guy got hurt and he had a really tough schedule to start the season. You never expected him to start hot. Uh, so I was actually looking at trying to buy him in a couple of leagues, but I didn't know what I wanted to give up for him. I mean, I think it's a really tough call. The toe injury is difficult for a receiver like him. He's, he wins on uh, you know route running and, and short area quickness. That, I think, could inf- influence him even after he comes back a little bit. Uh, I, it, it totally depends on what you'd get in terms of whether you would hold or, or wait the injury out. I could see it lingering. I don't mind selling. I'd want to get pretty good value though, because when he is like late in the season, when he is back and fully healthy, he's going to be good. I've talked a lot about Kenny Galladay's schedule, Minnesota twice, Chicago twice. Uh, well, who else? Dallas, I think tough, tough, uh, Denver. And I think in week 16, I would trade Kenny Galladay for Devonte Adams. It's a big risk, though, because you might not have Adams for... You're not going to have him week six. You might not have him week seven. Who knows about week eight? If I had a guess, I would say he's probably going to be available around week eight, week nine. But, you know, it's it's a risk. It's a big risk. If I could trade, like, Carson Wentz, who's about to enter this six-week gauntlet, I would do that for Devontae Adams. A, quarter, a, a quarterback for Devontae Adams, yes. I know you Any say that, but... You gotta understand how people value quarterbacks. Sure, I mean anyone but Patrick Mahomes. I would, I think, I would trade for Devonte Adams. I'd trade Lamar Jackson for Devonte Adams. All right, there you go. Uh, this is from Ryan in Iowa, Haddonfield, Iowa. I have Devonte Adams in two leagues. If he doesn't play, which he won't, do I drop Deshaun Jackson and grab either Jimmy Graham or Geronimo Allison? If so, who do I prioritize? I could also start. Oh. Kirk, Kirk, Cooks, and Crowder. Oh, well, yeah, that, Kirk that, and yeah. Cooks are both better options than Graham or Allison. I don't think you need to go wild grabbing Graham or Allison, but I think you could drop drop Deshaun Jackson, although I think he's probably getting close week. to his return. Yeah. I'd probably just hold on to him. Maybe you could drop Crowder if you had yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, he's not... Uh, I, I wouldn't want I to. do think the Jets are going to be better with Donald. I, I'd like to hold him and see how they are this week. Same. Uh, from Oliver, from a barbecue city on the river. Uh, Memphis. Are they on a river? Yeah, they're on the they're on the Mississippi, aren't they? Oh. I don't know. I've been to Memphis. I don't remember the river. St. Louis. I have no idea. I'm just guessing. Yeah, they're they're on a they're on water. They're also on the Mississippi, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah. But who knows? I've been there too. Twelve team PPR league. Who do you think's been to more states, me or you? I have no idea how many states you've been to, and I I probably haven't been to a ton. I've been to, I think I've been about thirty. Yeah, I'm not I'm not there. I'm maybe at twenty. What's the one state you've never been to that you'd like to go to? Ah, uh, I'd like to go to Alaska. I've never been, I've been there. there. Loser. Um, <laughs> I've never been to Hawaii though. Have you? I have. When well, I was young, I was like eight. Okay. Well, one to one. Uh, okay. So anyway, from Oliver in Hawaii. The barbecue city on the river. 12-team, non-Hawaii's a city now, non-PPR. I gave up Nick Chubb and Gus Edwards 
for Le'Veon Bell and Devin Singletary. Who wins? Chubb and Edwards for Bell and Singletary. Wow. Non-PPR. Kind of like this. Uh, yeah, non-PPR makes me lean more towards Chubb. But again, getting closer to Kareem Hunt coming back. Chubb's been amazing. But Le'Veon Bell is a really good buy low right now in PPR more. But uh, you got to expect his yards to improve and his touchdowns to improve with Darnold back. He's only scored once all year. It was in week one when Darnold played. He's been catching a ton of passes. He's doing way better in PPR formats. That is, yardage has been really, really poor. But part of that's they don't have to respect the pass. If if Darnold comes back and this offense is even average, that's uh, going to help Bell, give him a lot more room to run. I, I kind of like this. I mean, I think it's a really fair trade, but I like Singletary over Edwards as well. And from Liam in Denver, just got a quick no here from Ben. Would you be willing to trade DeAndre Hopkins or Chris Chris Godwin for Lamar Jackson in a PPR league? No. Here we go with the starter sit at fantasyfootballcbsi.com. Sit one PPR: Eckler, DJ Moore, Mike Evans, Joe Mixon. Ooh, I'm not sitting Evans. Uh, I'm not panicking about that. So it's DJ Moore and Mixon for me because I don't think I'm sitting Eckler in PPR right now either. Um, who does Moore have? Tampa Bay in London. Oh yeah, I think you got to play him. So you're sitting so Mixon. I, I guess I'm sitting Mixon. You know about Evans' history with Carolina though. He's been really bad. You want to sit Mike Evans? I mean, he's been really bad against Carolina, including this year. Yeah, I, I, I'm I probably, no, no, I'm going to sit Mixon. He's got a tough matchup against the Ravens. He hasn't really been catching the ball. I'm going to sit Mixon. Their offense is bad. Terrible. AJ in Wisconsin. Dear Stewart, Murdoch, Noodle, and Russell. That is apparently Gorillas. Start Jameis Winston or Jared Goff this week. Wait, Stewart, Murdoch, Noodle, and Russell are Gorillas? Yeah, a TV show called Gorillas. Or okay. a, a virtual band. Got it. Right, right, right. Uh, oh, I know that. Jameis or Goff, let's go. Goff. Yeah, isn't Goff at home? Yeah, Goff's we're at Goff. home. We're uh, going Goff. From Jesse, Jameis or Wentz, four point per passing touchdown. Um, I'm gonna go Jameis on this one. I don't. I, I mean, I don't love the matchup with the Panthers, but I'm not really high on the Eagles at Minnesota. Mike from Albany. I picked up Chase Edmonds this week. If David Johnson's out in a PPR league, would you start Edmonds or Will Fuller? <laughs> Ed, Edmonds for me. Fuller. Edmonds but for I me, think man. You, you, I think you'd really like Edmonds if David Johnson was out, mm-hmm. but how could you sit Fuller against Kansas City coming off what he just did? I, I, because he's so likely to, to have a dud. Like, that's just Against Will Fuller. Kansas City. No, no, no. Well, the Kansas City has not we been... We knew this breakout was coming. Uh, Kansas City a lot better at home than on the road. I think you start them both and you sit someone else. I want to know who else this guy has. S- sit Zeke. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Zeke for these two. <laughs> this is from Brian in Glen Ellen, Good Illinois. Glen Ellen, Illinois is right outside of Haddonfield. This, is Curtis Samuel worth an ad or a start this week? Uh, it'd be him or Emmanuel Sanders. Um, that's another good one. I think I would take Curtis Samuel. I mean, I don't love what they've been doing. They're running their whole offense through through Christian McCaffrey for the receivers. But Emmanuel Sanders is a little bit banged up, had some issues at practice. He's going to play. 
But I like Samuel as more of a boomer bust option against Tampa. He's still got some decent air yards the last couple weeks. And uh, Emmanuel Sanders has Tennessee. Not a great, not a great matchup. Yeah, I agree. I'd go Samuel. I, I think I said on the show on Friday, four straight teams have had two wide receivers score eight or more non-PPR fantasy points against the Bucks. They just can't cover people. Uh, this is from Max in New York City. Dear Franco, Kurt, Saquon, and Miles. I know. Franco Harris, Kurt Warner, Saquon. Oh, those got to be Penn yep, State you running got backs. It. Penn State running backs. Uh, pick two out of four in half PPR. Fuller, Boyd, Galladay, Mixon. Uh, Fuller and Boyd. Over Galladay? Yeah, I don't really like the matchup with Green Bay this week. And I, I don't know. I, I'm really high on Boyd. I don't like the Bengals offense, but I mean, I just, I think he's a legitimate every week, uh, yeah, oh yeah. at least maybe not wide receiver one, but at least high end wide receiver two. He's, he's a guy that in, in a, even in a half PPR, I think he's a really hard guy to sit. You know, I never got to give this stat out on Tyler Boyd. I want to bring this up now that we have some time. So he's had double digit targets in four or five games. If you catch his count, yeah, he's pretty much a must start, but he has one touchdown this year. came last week against the Cardinals. He has two red zone targets, no targets inside the 10-yard line this season. Last year, Tyler Boyd had five red zone touchdowns on 10 red zone targets. Only Calvin Ridley had more touchdowns with as many or fewer targets. And Ridley had six touchdowns and nine red zone targets. So he's a guy, Boyd had the 17th most red zone touchdowns on the 64th most red zone targets. I was a little afraid of him this year because of that stat. I just felt like he got a little lucky with touchdowns. And he only has one through five games. So but now you got to feel like he's getting a little unlucky with the amount of targets he's seeing. Maybe, I mean, that, yeah. that's, that shows that they're not going to like always go away from him in the red zone, right? Like, well, he, he has, has zero had targets inside the 10, though. Right, but that could easily switch. They haven't ran a lot of plays inside the 10, which is a right. pretty big problem. All right. Where are we here? Patrick. McLovin or DJ Moore? I'm going Moore. Is that only because I called him McLovin instead of F1? Or Yeah, I refuse to acknowledge that name. No, that's not the only reason. <laughs> I, I, you know, I it's a good matchup, but I don't like I, and he has good volume, but I don't necessarily love what we don't even know who the quarterback is. So I, I just don't love that. I don't love that they're gonna they want to run the ball and they're gonna try to run the ball. And I do love DJ Moore's matchup. Next up, we have Dennis from question mark. He's from, uh, where's Washington State play again? Pullman. Yeah, he's from there. Dear John, Shane, Ted, and Duke. Wow, that's good. I don't know. You have no, I have no idea. Even Google doesn't even know. I need a flex. Half PPR. Tyreek Hill, Kenyon Drake, Robert Woods, Will Fuller, Marquise Brown, Miko Hardman. I mean, if Tyreek Hill plays, you play Tyreek Hill. If he doesn't, I... Marquise Brown's banged up. He's been missing some time. I'm not playing Hardman in this spot or Kenyon Drake. It would be down to Will, uh, Robert Woods or Will Fuller for me. I'd probably go Robert Woods, but uh, you can tell from my last few answers that I really like Will Fuller yeah. this week too. From Micah, half PPR league, I have Hopkins, Fuller, McLovin, and Didi. Do I trust both Hopkins and Fuller? Or, well, I guess he has to sit one. So sit one out of Fuller, McLaurin, and Didi. 
I'm going to sit Didi. He's just not getting the air yards. I, this is where I would trust McLaurin's volume. And and again, when I'm talking about air yards, it's just a, a different type of volume. You can look at targets, but air yards are another thing that shows potential receiving yards. Didi's not getting downfield looks. Uh, he Especially in .5 PPR, he has the potential to rack up some catches, but he's not really their number one either. DJ Chark is. McLaurin is still getting those downfield looks. He's got a higher ceiling. The second part of the question was, if David Johnson is out, would you play Chase Edmonds over McLaurin or Didi? And yes, I definitely would. Yep. Yeah, yeah, over both. A few more emails, then we have some tweets. This is from Mason. Dear DeAndre, Carlos, Will, and Deshaun. Half PPR, is it dumb to start four players on the same offense? I have Hopkins, Fuller, Watson, and Hyde. Hopkins and Watson are locked in. I need to start Hyde due to buys. Should I start Will Fuller or Juju or OBJ? Ooh, Will Fuller, I mean... <sighs> I honestly think I'd take Fuller over Juju right now. Uh, yeah, but you can start Beckham. I would too. I, but, I would probably take Beckham. And I to answer the other question, it's not dumb to start four players in the same offense. This is where you like we've talked about this before. You it's where you can look at like Vegas totals. This is a game that has an over under that is like fifty close to fifty five. It's well over fifty. It's like fifty four or something. It's probably the highest on the week. Vegas is expecting, and we should be expecting. The Texans and the Chiefs to go back and forth, have plenty of points. That's a situation where you can start a lot of that those players, and especially matchups the other side of it, especially against the Chiefs' defense, who can't stop anything, whether it's the run or the pass or anything. So you could start all four of these guys if you had to. From Colin, start two running backs, uh, two wide receivers, and one flex. Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, Damian Williams. Pick two. P- I'm going to go, well... Jamal Williams is back, but I, I think you got to play Aaron Jones. You can't really sit him. I don't love the matchup. He's probably got the lowest floor, honestly. If they mix in Jamal Williams and he doesn't run well, uh, I think you got to start Carson as well. I think I'll, I will. I mean, just got done talking about the the, the over under in hey, the Chiefs game. We got a game. flex. You can take a flex with him. It's all right. All right. So Aaron okay. Jones and Chris Carson. We need two receivers: Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, Curtis Samuel. That's easy. Right, Allen and yeah, Cooper. it's Allen Keenan and Amari. I think right. Is I, that what you're saying? Yeah. You don't. You want to sit Evans in that situation? Yeah. No, but but we got a flex. Damian Williams, Mike Evans, or Curtis Samuel. See, and I think I gotta play Evans. But it's tough to sit Damian Williams. But I, 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 it's just too much uncertainty there. We don't know. I mean, it could be. I, I, I kind of think McCoy got phased out a little bit last week because they were behind in script in a lot of passing situations. I think we, if they get ahead, we will see more McCoy. It's interesting that Daryl Williams still played in week five. He didn't play a lot in week one and two when Damian Williams was previously healthy. Williams came back to a solid role last week, but there's still a lot of uncertainty with all three of those backs. He he was the lead, like by a considerable margin, but it could be a situation where McCoy takes the early downs and Damian and Daryl Williams are splitting the passing downs, and that could end up being not so great. So it, it's just a situation you you kind of want to see it from one more week. When you have other good options like this, I'd probably go elsewhere. Oops. So you, it was it was Evans over. Williams? It was Evans okay. in the flex, Cooper and Allen yeah. and Aaron Jones and Chris Carson. Okay. By the way, we we like Damian. I I tend to agree with you, but we like Damian Williams because uh, Houston gives up the third most receiving yards to running backs. And finally, ten team standard scoring league: Tyler Boyd or James Conner. Oh, I think you got to go Conner with Jalen Samuels out. I mean. I don't love it, but you're going to get so much volume there. I I assume they'll work in Benny Snell a little bit, but in a standard scoring, that's a, a knock for Boyd. As much yes. as I like Boyd, yep, exactly. you're not getting any benefit for his receptions. So I think you got to go Connor. 
Okay, everybody, you still have a day to do it. Join our FanDuel contest, fanduel.com slash league slash FFT. You're going to really love FanDuel. I just told you, Damian Williams has a great matchup. Houston can't guard pass-catching running backs. Okay, so spend a little. He's probably not that expensive. Get some uh, Damian Williams. I don't think he's in my lineup. And I know, obviously, like if, if Todd Gurley's out, if David Johnson's out, yeah, of course, get Malcolm Brown and Chase Edmonds in your lineup. It doesn't matter that everybody else is going to do it. You can still be chalky for most of your lineup, but you want a few players, maybe two or three players that are different and have big upside. So that's how you make a FanDuel lineup. First of all, you go to FanDuel.com slash FFT and you sign up. You put in 20 bucks, you get $5 in site credit every week for four weeks. You don't have to worry about bad matchups like Mike Evans. You don't have to worry about busts like Aaron Rodgers. You don't have to start these guys. Start whoever the heck you want. You get a budget, pick your players, you make an awesome lineup, you win some money. Sign up for FanDuel right now. Get $20 in total bonus. Just make your first deposit of 20 bucks to get started and you'll get an extra $5 in site credit every week for four weeks. Go to FanDuel.com slash FFT or download the FanDuel app. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Man, I love playing on FanDuel. Looking forward to this week. I think I got a pretty good lineup. Not going to win a million, but probably win like 100000 Okay, so uh, let's fire off these tweets here. Rapid fire from Bridget. Carry on or Damian Williams, non-PPR. Oh, carry on for me. They, he's got a great matchup with Green Bay, who is not very good against the run. And in non-PPR, it's it's a, a knock to Damian. Mike Franks, non-PPR, Ronald Jones, Miles Sanders, or D.D. Westbrook? Can't play Westbrook in non-PPR right now, so it's got to be one of the backs, and I think it's Ronald Jones. It's definitely not Miles Sanders against the Vikings. I can't, can't right. do it. Uh, from Chest Rockwell. I think I saw him at the gym. McLaurin or Coleman, half PPR? Uh, I think I'm going to go with McLaurin. Yeah, McLovin from Gears 5. Goff or Stafford? Goff. From Jaywalk 22. Adrian Peterson or Carlos Hyde, non-PPR? Tough, tough one. Yeah, that is tough. We expect a lot of work for Adrian Peterson, but that's. I, I think I'm taking Hyde. He might get scripted out, too. I mean, it's not great, but so could Peterson. From Jimmy, Keenum or Mayfield? Well, let's start with that. Keenum or Mayfield? Oh, I th- I'm going to go uh, Mayfield. I'm not going to go crazy with Case Keenum. Adrian Peterson or McCole Hardman, PPR? Wow. I know. That's a, just a couple boomer bust options, to be honest. I mean, if the game flow goes away from the, from Washington, then you're not going to get a lot of work out of Peterson. But he they, they want to establish him. I think he's got the higher floor. I think Hardman has a higher ceiling, probably. I, if if Tyreek Hill does not play, I'd probably go Hardman in PPR. Um, if he does play, which I think he probably will. I can see going Adrian Peterson. Yeah, especially yeah. if Hardman and um, Sammy well, Watkins they run, play. they if Watkins plays, yeah. But Watkins, I think, is going to miss. So you're probably going to still have Hardman and Robinson out there in, in three receiving s- receiver sets. Much like after Watkins went down last week, we saw Byron Pringle end up as the the leading receiver because he was out there a lot as the third receiver. They run a lot of three receivers. So Hardman will play quite a bit if one of Hill or Watkins is out, and it looks like one will be Watkins. So um, I, can, I can that's why I can see playing him, but... Probably go with the floor touches with Adrian Peterson. I don't know. That's tough. From Alex, full PPR, 
Puck one flex. Probably pick. MVS, Ooh, Deontay Johnson, or Jimmy Graham? I'm not taking a tight end there. If MVS... Uh, Wait till man, Monday and play a Packer, but you say MVS? I So... Deontay Johnson has actually led the team in targets and air yards three weeks in a row. Yeah, I, but I think it, he's a reasonable option, but they have such a low team total going yeah. across the country. We don't know about the quarterback situation. Yeah. I would wait for Monday night, and if MVS is healthy and active, I'd play him. If not, then I'd go to Graham. How about from Rob? If Tyreek plays and Gurley sits, would you play Tyreek Hill or Malcolm Brown, half PPR? Play Tyreek Hill. From Kyle, flex in a PPR, offensive position flex. Baker Mayfield, Kenyon Drake, Marquise Brown. You play the quarterback. From I mean, Andre. unless you have some weird scoring where quarterbacks are devalued a bunch, which some of, some of these super flexes do, but you, you, you almost have to take the quarterback. Andre needs two and a half PPR. Beckham, Chark, Kenny Galladay. Ooh, that's good. Um, I'll I don't sit know. Chark. What are your thoughts? I'm going to sit Chark. I just don't know how much he's going to see Lattimore and Lattimore shut down Amari Cooper and Mike Evans two straight weeks. So I'm just thinking, like, but I don't want to... got a tough matchup, too. Uh, yeah, he does. I mean, that's what I thought for Cooper last week, and he had, like, 215 yards against the Packers. Fair point. Fair point. Let's no, I agree. It is a tough matchup. But the thing is with Chark, it's like, I like him. I want to start him. But if I have two options that I really like, I will get away from him. Danny Perez, Ronald Jones, or MVS, PPR? I think because, I'm, I mean, again, I think MVS is going to play, but it just sucks that he's on Monday night. I, I'd i play Ronald Jones. And from Adam, Curtis Samuel, or Jarvis Landry. Ooh. Is this from you? Is this one where you don't know who you're playing? No, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I did not submit any for this. Um, I'm I'll go Landry. Okay. Okay. Landry it is. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you're having a great weekend. Go Cougs, go Yankees, and uh, we will talk to you on Sunday. Later. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You don't want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+.